Welcome to the Money Matters Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Torres. This episode is brought to you by Crowdsourced Books. Crowdsourced Books provides you with all the resources you need to become a successful author. You can find out more by visiting crowdsourcedbooks.com. All right, now let's jump into the episode. I want to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where I bring on business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives to share their top tips for success with you. Uh, today, really excited to have Stephen Masuka on the line. He is the CEO of Stack Up. Hey, Stephen, welcome to the show. Good afternoon, sir. How are you? Oh, man. Um, well, as, as I mentioned to you, today has become one of my favorite days when I do the recording for the podcast. Um, I get to hear all these amazing stories of these uh, amazing entrepreneurs and business owners um, let's, and how they got started. Let's just start out with uh, how you got started as an entrepreneur, Stephen. That's <laughs> funny to hear you say that. started as an entrepreneur. I just think of myself as a guy who was trying to help back in the day, and now it's become a thing. So, uh, yeah, I, um, uh, I, I am the CEO of military charity Stack Up. Org. We support veterans through video gaming and geek culture. Uh, and, um, boy, it's kind of a long story. But the long and short of it was, was when I was in the service, uh, I, I have always been a video gamer. Uh, and um, gaming was the thing that kind of got me through my time in service, both stateside and when I was deployed overseas. So when I came back home and got out of the service, I had some issues struggling with uh, my time in service. I had some issues kind of uh, making the transition back home. And uh, gaming was the thing that helped me do that in a way that, it, you know, when you, much like a three-hour movie, you sit down uh, and you watch it, and next thing you know, it's three hours have gone by and you don't even realize it. And it's like, oh, what the hell just happened? <laughs> anybody who's played a good anybody who's played a good video game knows that feeling, where you you know I'm just gonna play for I'm gonna do one more mission or I'm gonna do one more quest or I'm gonna do one more thing and next thing you know the sun's coming up and it's like oh okay, uh, gaming acts as a gaming acts as a good escape device for a lot of folks uh, and in a world where uh, we the Veterans Administration and a lot of other groups like. Uh, utilizing medication and pills and, you know, uh, there's just not enough support for veterans who are, you know, dealing with their issues. Gaming Act is a good stopgap in those hours, those quiet hours uh, when, you know, two in the morning when you can't sleep and you can't just, you know, pick up the phone to your psychiatrist or you can't go into the VA or anything like that. There's nobody available it acts as a good way to kind of get your mind off things and kind of get you back on track, for at least for a little bit, until somebody is available for you to talk with. So, and uh, so I, I, uh, I got in the military, was working in D.C. as a government contractor for a while, making a lot of money, and I was, uh, I, but I just wasn't enjoying myself. Uh, you know how it is with nine to five grind, and uh, you know. You just kind of making enough to get you making enough to get by, and we had money, and it was fine. But it just was, you know, every Monday I'd be miserable, and I just look forward to the weekends and all that stuff. And on the weekends, I started doing this charity work uh, as a way of giving back. But I saw a need in the games industry that was not being serviced. Like nobody was there was there's like a dozen 
children's charities in in the video game space, but nobody was taking care of veterans. And so I decided to take it upon myself to start something up. And uh, a strange series of events had me jobless for an extended period of time in 2012. Uh, so I decided to, to see, all right, you know, I've always wanted to see what this charity would look like if I uh, uh, took it seriously. And uh, it gave me the time, kind of, ejected me from the parachute or from the plane as I was putting my parachute on. I'm like, hey, all right, let's see what we can do with this. <laughs> and uh, sure enough, uh, because, as I said, there's no competition in the space, it was very easy to uh, build a following and a, you know, what it is we are to, up to what it is we are today. And, that, you know, it's exciting. So that's, that's wow, where... Wow, that's, that's quite that's, a story. My, so you were just, you were just, you yeah, was finding this need of you. Yeah, kind of. It was yeah. I don't know. Not me in particular. It was just it was it was it was taking what was already being utilized and and leveraging it against a population that was not being serviced. And mm. uh, we're it's it's working out very nicely right now. So that's that's the exciting part. Is you kind of wake up and you're like, I can't believe this is working, and I can't believe no one else is coming into the space to try to take. Wow. Tell me. So tell me more specifically about Stack Up then. Uh, well, we support veterans through four, our four main programs. We send our our supply crates, which is the thing we started off with, which is us sending giant boxes of games and everything a unit that would need to get gaming overseas, like, you know, Xboxes and Playstations and piles of games and peripherals like controllers and headsets and everything that a unit would need to kind of get gaming. So giving guys the opportunity to kind of like a taste of uh, back home, uh, forward. So that was like our first. That was our first mission, uh, and then we we since expanded it from there. We now have our air assault mission, which is we uh, identify deserving or disabled veterans uh, in the space, and we fly them out to various gaming events, studio tours. Uh, like we just we just did an event at Comic Con, uh, San Diego Comic Con out here in Los Angeles, California. Uh, where we flew a bunch of veterans out and paid, you know, sponsored their flights and had, you know, the meals for a week and everything, and just get them, get guys out who might never get an opportunity to attend event, like an event that size, and, you know, get them in a, a bunch of VIP experiences and have them meet their, meet, you know, meet their heroes in the, in the games and geek, geek space and things like that. Uh, we have our... Uh, our volunteer network, our stacks program, which are we've got 50 teams uh, located around the world of uh, volunteers that are getting out and supporting veteran service organizations locally with our services, just kind of like showing what the the power of gaming and what guys can do. And there's there's definitely a transition point for veteran service organizations where they're having trouble getting post-9-11 veterans out from behind their computers and watching Netflix and interacting outside their house. And, you know, the Korean War, Vietnam veteran era uh, veterans are kind of going away, and you've got these kids that are left, and they don't want to sit in a smoky bar all day and tell war stories. Uh, So... There's a lot of veteran service organizations that are turned to us. It's like, how do we talk to these kids? And it's like, wow. well, it turns out when you, when you raise these kids on iPads with Minecraft on it, 
uh, we, we speak their language, not only veteran, but video games. So uh, video gaming used to be a very niche uh, uh, thing where, you know, you had to be a, a nerd and a geek and nobody did it. And now you've got, you know, you know, Esports events at Madison Square Garden. It's like okay, we we turned the corner, and you know, like uh, Pokemon Go with people running all over, like running outside <laughs> their house, and things like that happening. So we are we are transitioning into a new generation of veterans through gaming and helping these organizations. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, like the, right? they wouldn't. Um, yeah, no, because I, when I think about like growing up around like BFWs or you know something of that nature and my neighborhood growing up, yeah. Now that I think about it, you know, like this next generation, nobody wants to sit in a BFW per se, um, and you know, like you said, a smoky you know room and you know playing pool. That was another generation. Now people are connecting in different ways. So, no, that's all, that's all good info, and I appreciate you sharing. If people want to get in touch with you or if they want to. Um, help contribute anything of that nature. Where, where do they find uh, Stack Up? Uh, just StackUp.org, uh, and um, that's where you can find us. Head over to the website. Uh, we've got a variety of those were three of our programs. We got one more real quick. Uh, we just oh, recently launched a yeah just we just recently launched a uh, suicide awareness and uh, prevention team called Stop the Stop Squad uh, Stack Up uh, Overwatch program where we have uh, volunteers. Uh, certified in handling veterans and veterans issues uh, for guys who are, you know, in emergency situations that we can kind of talk down through, like get them in a video game, get them kind of talking. Uh, it doesn't have to be a veteran, it can be a civilian, but we've, we've recently launched that program as well. And those are our four main programs. That's how we're helping. So. Oh, man, that, that's great, Stephen. You're doing a, you're doing a lot of work out there, and I, I really appreciate it. Um, and, again, you said that was stackup.org. Did I get that right? Yes, correct, yes. All right, head over to stackup.org and um, check out all the awesome work Stephen's doing. Well, hey, Stephen, just want to thank you for coming on the show and sharing your time with us today and your story. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you.